Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hello. Hello. <clears throat> Podcast Network Asia. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, aka Austin Creed. I said, give me a hell yeah! Hey, this is Zeta Zay. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. Talent is not sexually transmitted. You need to go back to the drawing board because your game absolutely sucks! Hey everyone, this is Jeff Cobb. I'm Lewis Howley. I'm Sam Spurser. We are pretty deadly. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. Hello, my name is Zina Dragunov, the star, the NXT UK champion, and you're listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. You are watching and listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Stan C, Ro Moran, Chino Liao, and Rowan ASH all together again for a live stream for the first time since WrestleMania 38. Uh, and I know a lot of people have been excited to hear from Rowan. So you have 30 seconds, Rowan. Show your peeps some love. I love you, people. Hi, fans. Yeah. We we give you 30 seconds to do an open mic and that's the best you can come up with. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I've been waiting for this for too long. School has been tough, but I'm tougher. So yeah, I I'm I'm glad that I'm sitting right here and sitting with the boys. Oh yeah, the promo Saying hey, to, uh, saying hey to babyface producer Nikai, who is uh, on cool right now. Uh, I don't know why. I think I don't. I think she works for Kumu. I'm not sure. Uh, do we know? But uh, top, but <laughs> top fan, she confirm nga sa ano, what what confirm you are now. Confirm with election, Nikai. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or halo, yeah. Or matapang ka. Yon, yon. So she is working with Kumu now. So she jumped ship uh, to our friends over there. So uh, that's why she is uh, viewing us from Kumu. So hello, hello. Speaking of babyface producers, uh, we've got babyface producer Kate manning the controls backstage. And we also want to show love to one of our OG producers here at PNA, babyface producer Val, who is uh, about to leave PNA. So one of the last of the OGs from Podcast Network Asia. Thank you so much, Val, for all your help, especially with you, new creatives, the assets of the podcast, like one of our uh, first couple of um, graphics and episode arts for the wrestling wrestling podcast since we joined PNA, si Val yung gumawa nun, siya take ng pictures alongside Ryan. So thank you so much, Val. And as we say in the world of wrestling, we wish you all the best in your future endeavors. All right, um, we've got a lot to talk about. I mean, we know why you guys are here. You want to talk about the news of the week, 
forbidden door predictions and all of that good stuff. But first, we got to let you know that we've got some stuff going on as well in our patron community. And here's how you can be part of that growing little group. All right, guys. So as you probably know by now, we have a pay-per-view happening on Monday morning, Manila time. It is AEW X and JPW Forbidden Door. So if you are looking for a way to watch the show without you know any sabit or anything like that, all you got to do is subscribe to our Patreon, patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast. For as low as 250 pesos a month, you support us and also you get access to our Discord community where we do the watch parties. Uh, you get access to our exclusive review content of TV shows, pay-per-views, the weekly and, and live events from the local scene as well. And um, we also have our merch finally, finally coming soon. So if you are a patron, we are rounding up your info. So we can, yun, yun. there it is um, on the screen, our first line of official merch from PNA, so you get one of these for free because you are a patron. But otherwise, you can support us by buying a shirt either way. So again, rest patreoncom podcast for as low as two fifty pesos a month. Please subscribe. All right. So we're gonna start with the news of the week, and it concerns matters. Now, again, out of delicadeza and professional courtesy, I will not be taking part in. So, uh, babyface producer Kate, please bring me backstage, and we'll let Ro Chino and Ro and Ash take care of this. Ayan, so we have an update on the whole Vince McMahon situation. Uh, now, uh, Stephanie McMahon has become the interim CEO and chairwoman of the board. Uh, John Laurinaitis has been placed on administrative leave. Uh, Bruce Pritchard is currently taking his place as interim head of talent relations. So first, Yon Muna, um, it doesn't change a thing about Vince uh, taking control of the company. I mean, of creative so Steph is just the CEO in title, chairwoman, chairperson in title. Um, Vince is still pretty much controlling what you see on Raw and SmackDown. So that much hasn't changed. So if you were expecting that uh, Vince would give up his roles and the new change would come to the TV shows, well, you are in for a disappointment because he is still in charge. What do you think of that, Gina Rowan? I watch a lot of Succession. Um, great show if you guys like business and family drama. And this reminds me of like, not an episode, but an arc in that show um, wherein they try and preempt scandals by moving key personnel around. It's exactly what happened. Diba? I'm pretty sure a company as big as the WWE would have gotten wind of this um issue this these scandals that are coming out and tried to prevent it from causing any more damage to the company so remember a few months back stephanie mcmahon announced that she was stepping down from her current position to, to quote unquote spend time with her family this might actually play into that as well they wanted to create a smooth transition of power between vince and Stephanie McMahon. And if we are to believe that, that Vince McMahon is as hard-headed and as stubborn as he is, he would only secede his position to family. And what better family than his daughter? Uh, Rowan, what do you think? Well, I, I never imagined Vince giving up his uh, CEO and chairman position uh, until this happens na may ano, issue. And... As for John Laurinaitis, I don't really care. I don't. I never liked him in the first place ever since he came out in 2011. 
Yeah, okay lang if someone else will take place on his position. Now, as for Vince um appearing on SmackDown and Raw. Oh, well, I haven't gotten there yet. But <laughs> since you've mentioned it, uh since you mentioned it, uh Vince appeared on SmackDown last Friday and Raw this Monday. Just to make a couple of announcements, uh, SmackDown he announced that he was just going to be there. He's going to, you know, then now together forever. Um they'll never to apart and uh and on Raw he was going to he was pretty much announcing the return of John Cena next Monday. So Okay, Rowan, you have thoughts on this. Okay, what, what, what? Yeah, um, I'm, I honestly thought Vince would uh, take accountability of all the things that he have done. Pero he came out on SmackDown and Raw as if nothing happened. Para siyang ano? Pagsasorry sa nanay pero hindi niya sasabihin and would just say something else that has nothing to do with the problem. Yeah, Did like, you expect him to address it on live TV? Is that what you expected? I honestly, yeah. So. Because the night before SmackDown, uh, they were like, oh, Vince is coming to SmackDown. I really thought he will say sorry or he would address the problem that he's facing. Why yeah, I, would he say sorry, though? No, no, no. Um, I don't know. I agree with Rowan. I thought he was going to say something about it. Not necessarily sorry, but I thought he would address it somehow. Okay. Um, I acknowledge yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, but all he did was just insist on the fact that he was there. You can't get rid of him that easily. Uh, we'll uh, get through this together as a community, as a wrestling fandom, as a WWE universe. So it's all very PR. Um, even his uh, announcement on Raw this week uh, where he came to bring good news of John Cena appearing next week. So it was all very PR. I would know because I work in PR. And it was all done just to make Vince smell a little better. And that part is what I didn't agree with. I, I didn't like that. I don't know if Vince is guilty or what. Uh, that is still up in the air for debate, for the investigation to uncover or not. But to kind of influence everyone else by showing up and trying to put out some good PR, that left a bad taste in my mouth. I didn't like that. And I wish he just stayed backstage. I understand the feelings, nyo, but at the same time, I did not expect Vince McMahon to go quietly into the good night. Like, yeah. He's not a guy to just lay down or quit or back off. History will show that. So, etong feeling ko yung mga PR, yung mga movements in uh, upper management. These are all planned, meticulous business decisions to save the McMahon name from in the WWE. Kasi pag nawala yun, si Vince feeling niya magiging irrelevant siya. And that's the one thing he doesn't want happening right now. So I, this are, this, I'm only looking at things strictly from a business standpoint. Nothing more than that right now. It's not that I'm surprised. It's just that I don't like it. Uh, it's really bad, yeah. and uh, it kind of doesn't make him look any better when the idea is actually to look better. And Sarbrang sayang. I mean, yeah, I didn't expect anything better from him, but I just wish he just stayed backstage and just, just, just shut up. Just shut up. Yeah, I mean, we got to get used to him and his attitude. Na hindi siya magpapatalo. I mean. Beard like there was like a tweet before that was reported that he always shaves his beard because he doesn't want to be matalo beard that was the say that was the very quote of the tweet 
Wow, that's yeah. very random, Rowan. Oh, okay. I didn't. I didn't know he could even grow a beard. But that's okay. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know what that had to do with anything. But okay. <laughs> yeah. So. Okay. Uh, all right. So yeah. So uh, we've gotten our feelings out. I've said that I don't like it. Tina's already mentioned that he wouldn't go quietly into that good night. Rowan doesn't like it either. Is there anything else you guys want to add to this? Because um, right now we are still discovering things as we go along. Ako lang kasi ayokong mag-speculate. I don't want to spend any more time on this than we have to. Kasi ang nangyayari dito nagiging cheesy siya, essentially. Yeah. And we don't really know what there else there is to uncover. Diba? I mean, I understand that it's part of the job description here. But at the same time, I rather err on the side of facts here moving forward. So I, I don't really have anything else to say. Yeah, I'm just going to reiterate that he should just shut up moving forward. Stay back. Uh, run things if you really have to run things. And just... Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, Stay back. Stay down. Stay shut. Stay silent, if you will. All right. So that takes care of that, of the of the Vince discussion. Let's bring Stan back. It's safe. The coast is clear. Uh, <laughs> yeah. An update from Kermit125 from Reddit, who has broken some previous big news back then. Uh, Sasha Banks has, a part of, has reportedly been released already uh, a few weeks back uh, with the help of her legal team. And uh, that hasn't reflected yet on the website, on internal listings or anything, some marketing. But that is what has apparently happened. And we are going to trust the word of someone who has broken news on Reddit before. I'm, I'm not going to be the person here to say na, oh, you know, uh, we should trust this random person na nagli-leak. I mean, sige, sabihin natin na may established track record tong si Kermit125 on Reddit for leaking things or for spoiling things na nagkakatotoo. But um, my my take on, on this is until it is officially announced, I'm not going to assume anything. Kasi this issue has also dragged on for over a month at this point. So, if sabi nating meron talagang nangyari, mag-a-announce naman sila eh. Like, I, I don't get why people are in such a rush to be like, hindi, alam ko na ganito na. Yeah, he's... Nah, or alam ko na ganito na. Exactly. Maybe if you're like a wrestling journalist, you want to do is you, you want to be the first to break the scoop, right? Sure. But like for the rest of us who aren't a Sean Ross Sapp or are not a Raj Giri or like an Ariel Helwani, I'm not going to be in, in the foot race to like try to determine again na, oh, meron ng uh, legit confirmation or whatever. Okay. Sorry, Rowan, go ahead. Uh, I gotta agree with Stan. I mean, para sa kami ng thoughts. Like, I don't want to believe this until WWE will really announce it, until they will confirm it. And pero I'm I won't even be surprised if it's true. And it would even eventually lead to this naman eh, na marerelisya. And you know, I I actually find it impressive na ano the involved legal team ni Sasha to get her released. And I think going forward, yun na rin yung gagawin ng ibang tao na nare-reject yung request nila for their release. Actually, to your like, point, um, WWE doesn't actually confirm releases anymore. They don't announce it on their website anymore. Uh, as for the, I mean, with regard to the past batches of releases that have happened over the past two years, um, they don't really confirm that. They don't really announce it. So it's all through SRS or whoever wrestling journalists they want to leak it to. And at, after that point, they just don't deny it anymore. So uh, if you're waiting for that, then you're probably going to wait forever because it doesn't happen. But um, oh, I'm inclined to believe it because 
if this guy has broken news before, um, then I don't see any reason to not trust him. Either way, it's uh, it's all moot and uh, it's all moot for me because I I don't see Sasha ever going back. Um, I do want her to actually work her release through the legal team because uh, the wrestler shouldn't be locked down. Uh, to these weird contracts if they don't want to because after all they are still independent contractors so uh hindi dapat sila mahostage ng company so good good for sasha if it is true that uh the lawyers managed to get her free right uh chino any thoughts on this or do you want to move on to the next one uh no para na cover niyo na lahat i will say though that there probably is a reason why nobody's actually confirmed her release yet and that could probably be Sasha trying to wiggle her way in yeah legally wiggle her way out of uh, such a bad contract or it could also be the WWE trying to renegotiate a new contract with her that could also yeah. be be a thing that can happen right? so it's not in the market with any contracts with WWE it's at the end of our WWE run right away. Kasi di ba, may mga wrestlers ka na nag-wrestling sa WWE natapos na yung contract nila eh. They, they just end up side, signing extensions. So Sasha, because she's such a prime commodity in the wrestling world, could be one of those rare exceptions na ayaw talaga nila pakawalan because automatically, the powers that be in the WWE side of things will assume that pag nawala si Sasha, tatalinin sa AEW, and then that's when they'll have a harder time winning female wrestling fans back. Yeah, I'm going to agree with Chino here. It could very well be possible that you know both sides are working out a new contract. They're renegotiating new terms. I mean, uh nga si Chino na Sasha is that big of a star. So, uh, if I'm WWE, I wouldn't want to lose Sasha Banks for nothing. But it's kind of like uh, you're the you're an NBA team and you let a big star like LeBron just walk away for nothing. I mean, not saying that Sasha's like the biggest star in wrestling, but they're not gonna get like trade chips or whatever. I'm I'm agree ko dito kay Chino is that it's very well possible that they're just renegotiating some stuff. Anong malay natin? None of us are in the room where it happens. Right. Wait, wait, wait. Um, the contract isn't the point of contention with Sasha and WWE. It's the creative. So there's nothing wrong with the contract, as far as I'm con- as far as I know, because uh, she's getting paid, and that was never her problem. And she was always free to do like stuff like The Mandalorian and stuff like that. So it's always creative. So if you're saying that they wouldn't let her walk away, they did just actually let her walk away with uh with a lot on the line. So they actually already did that. It was already on the record that they wouldn't bend for her for what she wanted. So what are we what are we talking about? Now they wouldn't let her walk. They wouldn't even budge for her. So I don't know what you're what you guys are talking about with um them wanting to sign a new contract. But uh that was never the, the point for me. <laughs> And you know, Lance is right. All of this would have never happened if they took the tag title seriously in the first place, the way she wanted them to. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Ang, ang sa akin lang is, we don't know what's going on behind closed doors. So, uh, anong malay natin na what, what's being suggested is actually is actually what happened, is actually what right. took place. Yeah, and yun nga, to your point, Ro, yes, the contracts were never the issue. 
but creative can also just be another clause in a new contract, diba? They could always just bend. They can change their minds. That can be something that people do. You probably don't do it, but people change their minds all the time. And if they change their minds and realize that Sasha Banks has value, they can easily just add a stipulation or a clause in her contract that says otherwise. So it's still very much up in the air kasi hindi naman natin alam eh. Diba? We all know what's happening. Yeah, at best, we're all just speculating here. So, yeah, uh, last bit of news from outside the ring before we take our first break. We lost two referees with rich histories in the WWE in Dave Hebner, the twin brother of Earl Hebner, and Tim White. And I can't really say that I remember a lot of Dave Hebner moments in wrestling, but Tim White, I know him more from his appearances in the A&E documentaries these days. Like when they go to him as a resource person to talk about Andre the Giant and to talk about the older days of wrestling. So that's really uh, what I most know about Tim White. So Chino, I think you can talk about both of them more since you're you're the oldest fan. Yes. As the elder statesman of the podcast, um, Mm. I grew up watching Tim White. A lot, in fact. Um, I remember him as the chunky referee. Uh, that he was, mm-hmm. he was the he was the fat referee, and it was all it always made me made him stand out so much more because of that fact. Not that it's like a, a degrading term, but like he, it's uniquely him, eh, the the beard, Santa, So to me, that was always what stood out in my head. Now, as far as Dave Hebner is concerned, he is part of a long lineage of referees in the WWE. There was Earl Hebner. Uh, there's another Hebner. Brian, the anak ni Earl. Brian Hebner. So it's actually, for it It was actually for a time somewhat confusing because it's Kambal si Earl and si Dave. Yeah. They were in the identical twins. So I thought that Earl Hebner was just really hardworking. But there were two people. R.I.P. to these legends, man. I mean, if you were a fan of Attitude Era WWE, you will for sure recognize them. That's aggression WWE. You will recognize them. It's very rare for referees to stand out nowadays, but when they were allowed to, these two guys shine. So I, I'm just going to say rest in power to these two greats. Go ref some matches in heaven. All right. Now let's take our first break. When we come back, we'll talk about Rhea Ripley's injury, Christian Cage's turn, Elias also on deck. But first, let's tell you about how you can support the podcast through your online shopping over on Lazada. All right, guys. So there's always a sale happening on Lazada. So if you're getting uh, anything that you want and need, because hashtag Nasa Lazada, all you got to do is uh, to support the podcast in the process is use our affiliate link, podlink.co slash IAM, podlink.co slash the letters IAM. Type that in your mobile browser at the cart and check out from the app. And what you buy will help us do what we do on the podcast at no extra cost. And now a word from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Let's talk about Rhea Ripley and how she was medically uh, or, or not medically cleared uh, to compete at Money in the Bank. So in announcement this week on Raw, and uh, that's why they had the fatal five-way to determine your new number one contender, ni Bianca Belair, and that is Carmella. So first off, no una hindi clear what Rhea Ripley's injury is, uh, and then on Twitter just this past week. Uh, somebody said something about uh, Rhea Ripley's health, and then Shana Mismo nagsabi na she's dealing with a brain injury. So you know, w- when it's a brain injury, it's most likely a concussion. So most people are really uh, speculating that that might be the case. So uh, because of this, si Carmela na yung kalaban ni Bianca Belair for the Raw Women's Championship. I don't know why they would call it a brain injury if it's a concussion. So I think it's something else. Uh, I I don't know. I, I don't know anything about this. Uh, I don't think anyone knows anything about this other than what Rhea said. Uh, Carmella being the replacement, I'm okay with it. Okay lang. Uh, not too hot about it. Uh, but if she, if Bianca can get a good match out of her, then okay, great. Yeah, I, I think it's fresh because we haven't really seen Bianca versus Carmella. What do you think, Rowan? I actually think uh, anybody but Carmella. Uh, I think she do drop actually because she should be used. Because of her size, and who else can uh, take down Bianca? I, I think para mas believable na she can defend her title. Na may establish talaga yung reign niya if she beats someone who is uh, large and strong. Mm-hmm. Bro, you forget, you forget. Carmella also beat uh, Asuka and Charlotte Flair in the same night, de ba? So parang it's it's easily dismissible for uh, it's easy for us to dismiss. Somebody like Carmella. Barafinico, the thing that she brings to the table is that she's a natural heel. Apparently, she can draw heat so easily as a heel. And with somebody like Bianca Belair, who is so over as a face right now, feeling go natural matchup. She. Uh, that's that's why I don't have a problem with this one at all. As for Rhea Ripley, um, it could it could possibly be just a concussion. Sana yun lang, di ba? Because if it's yeah. something a lot worse, kasi nga, the wording is a little suspect here. If it's something a lot worse, then sana it doesn't prevent her from going back into the ring. Leo's asking about Becky Lynch. And we've already seen Bianca versus Becky quite a number of times. So I, I doubt that they're going to go back to that well. Um, I think the story for Becky, based on what we're seeing, is yung descent talaga into madness. Na she lost her shots at the title and then she lost her shot at money in the bank. So I think we still have to see what depths Becky's going to sink to. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's always, it's, it's, it's always been Becky versus Asuka. Until now, so they haven't gotten rid of that. They haven't let go of that, which is, I guess, because they have such insane chemistry with each other. But yeah, that's where she is at the moment. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, other things that happened on Raw, syempre, kailangan natin pag-usapan si Elias because everybody was excited for this or most people were excited for this, at least those of us who are buying into the Ezekiel and Kevin Owens storyline. So what did you think about what we got? Rowan, uh, I know you got something to say about this. Yeah, yay or nay? Siyempre, yay para sa akin. I'm an Elias stand. And uh-huh. I miss ko siya <laughs> And I really thought they would use Sandow, pero I'm still glad that they pulled this off uh, using uh, movie magic, kumbaga. Uh, and I, I'm thankful then na hindi pinunit ni Vince yung script. Because sayang naman yung ano, pre-recorded nila. Or like the CGI and all this stuff. I want to ask, what makes you, what made you think that they were really going to use Damien Sandow? Yeah, like, why uh, is this, why is everyone so intent on seeing Damien Sandow return just to play Elias? <laughs> why, why? Well, Tell me why. Well, sila. Is that, okay. is that where the comparison That's it. That's it. <laughs> and I mean, because parang perfect timing then that, that uh, Sandow left NWA. I mean, he, he doesn't have to be involved. The dude is retiring. He literally said he was retiring from wrestling. But he can, uh, I mean, okay lang naman siguro na hindi siya ma-involved physically. He can just perform as Elias, but he, he doesn't So gonna, you, not you want the guy to come back as Damien Sandow just so he can come back as somebody else. That's basically yeah, yeah. what you're saying. You don't want to see Damien Sandow. You want to see Damien Sandow as Elias. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I'm still glad that they pulled this off. No, um, I'm just I'm just really annoyed with everyone wanting Damien Sandow. Like I, I don't want to see Damien Sandow return just for this bit. Yeah. Like, I don't even I don't even think it's funny. So um I don't know, this kind of this kind of fan behavior is exactly what led to Jeff Hardy's problems. Like you guys wanted this, so that's what you got. And the guy just wants to be left alone because he literally said that pro wrestling doesn't love him back. So that's a guy who just wants to be left in peace. So I'm just so annoyed that everyone wanted to push so hard for Damien Sandow to return as Elias. So let's, let's give, give, give it a rest, please. People deserve to rest in wrestling. I agree. I agree. Uh, Roman J, you know what? We didn't know what the possible payoff of Elias and Zeke storyline Because uh, it's taken a turn now that they have introduced a third brother. In Elrod. So how do you think this will play out, Ro? Because I know you are loving this storyline. So there's a six-man tag scheduled for Raw next week. It's Kevin Owens and the Alpha Academy versus Elias, Ezekiel, and Elrod. No, they did not. Well, they did not officially, officially <laughs> name Elrod. I think the Elrod thing was a throwaway joke. By yeah, Kevin yeah. Na- but, na- 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 but they latched onto it, so... Good job being agile in that. Elrod but, is a pretty uh, funny name, though. So good Rit, job, Rit, Kevin. No, Elrod is not a biblical name. Nimrod is, however. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not kidding. It's Nimrod true. is a biblical <laughs> name. <laughs> yeah, I'm not kidding. <laughs> it's just so funny because Nimrod. Is, it's yeah, just a okay, funny word. Okay. <laughs> okay. Chill. Chill. <laughs> Why are you? You popped for a name, bro. Come on. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I don't know what the end game is. Um, I honestly don't know. I say, uh, it's clear that they are gaslighting Kevin Owens, and they are stretching this because it has worked so far because of Kevin Owens. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I want it to end in 
Ezekiel assuming the identity. Parang si ano, parang si Mark Spector finally taking back his uh his body, right? Uh, being the the main personality. So, who knows? So uh, are you saying that Elias Ezekiel are the ID? I don't know, but that would be. I think that would make sense. Naman. I honestly don't know also, what the payoff is. So that doesn't really explain it because the ID people don't project their others yeah. into the world. <laughs> no, uh, what I'm really saying is I hope that Jeffrey Shulo, the wrestler, leaves Elias behind and just goes with Ezekiel. Because, like I said before, the ceiling is way higher on Ezekiel than it was for Elias. Because Ezekiel, uh, for those who didn't wa- who didn't catch that before, um, he's more of a traditional pro wrestler, as you can see. Yeah. He looks like the Ultimate Warrior 2K22. Um, I think there is a lot more you can do with him, and. Uh, once he finally leaves KO behind and finally officially settles on Ezekiel, uh, they can tell a lot more stories with him with championships involved, hopefully. Yeah, uh, I, I'm going to agree on you know KO. Um, you guys are saying this in the comments. Now, it's fun to see KO getting gaslit. It's fun to see KO being made to look like an idiot. And it's fun because KO looks like he's having fun in that role as well. So I think it's really a win for all parties involved. And even though it's kind of shallow, I really want to see how they're going to materialize Elias, Ezekiel, and the third brother, whether it's Elrod or whatever the hell he's going to go by. So that should leave us something to get excited about for next Tuesday, Manila time. I mean, uh, at, least we, uh, at least we know that there's a special effects team in WWE. In the <laughs> sure, <future>. sure. <laughs> Let's cross over to AEW and talk about Christian Cage here. Were you satisfied with his explanation for his heel turn, Ro? Yeah, uh, I liked it. Uh, he basically drew back from the time he got eliminated from that uh, number one. I believe it was a number one contendership. Yeah, uh, battle royal. Uh, he got eliminated by Jungle Boy, and he took that with him. So that became the origin story of his villainous turn in 2022. Uh, okay, with it, uh, long-term storytelling. I don't know if it was Tony Khan like taking the fan theory that I saw on Twitter or from day one, but whatever it is, um, the fact that you can reach that far deep um, is okay with me. Cause I, I can tell that it's not just something they made up. Uh, it's not like WWE where you do something and you don't really have a reason why you did it just because you did it. So good on them. Good on whoever worked on it. Yeah, I mean, I like it. I, uh, it's great that uh, they went back in time to, ano, parang ipapalam sa atin kung ano nangyari noon. Parang nag-recap sila, kumbaga. And I like how this is going. Noon nga, I, I just feel weird that suddenly may alliance that, uh, si Christian with uh, the Jurassic Express. And I'm glad na humiwalay na siya ngayon. And yung explanation niya, uh, I think it justifies it, even though it sounds kind of petty. This one here, yeah, sige, ito, this one, this one comment by John Christopher Castillo is actually something I agree with here. Feeling ko, because last week we were, or I was, discounting Luchasaurus uh, to be just another person uh, who ends up being a casualty for Christian Cage. But I, I honestly think he's going to turn the heel. They might break the Jurassic Express up because of this and make Luchasaurus Christian Cage's muscle 
because di ba sabi din natin na uh, Christian Cage could always works better with muscle although I don't really agree pero I could see this happening in an instant so it's actually it actually makes so much sense for, for this to happen Emil here with a good question. Is it okay to use a dead person for heat or does it depend on the context of the storyline? Because this wasn't the first time it happened, but a lot of people were really shocked that Christian Cage referenced Luke Perry, uh, who's Jungle Boy's dad. Well, it's a no. I'm sorry? sorry. Oh, it's a no. For you, it's a sorry. no. I, I, uh-huh. Why? Yeah, it's a no because I just don't like bad-mouthing dead people. I mean, if someone would badmouth my dead dog, it's so solid. Isn't that the and point? Kind of, You're the baby face. I mean, so if I said something about Rover, you would really want to kick my ass. Of course. But even if you say that it would progress the story, it's still it's distasteful. I, I don't like it. Okay. Because my answer is it depends on the context of the storyline. Like um, if, if behind the scenes, see, you know, Jack Perry and Jay Resso actually agreed that this is what I'm going to say. This is where we're going to take the storyline. Then fine and well. Right? Because oh, may permission. Yeah, yeah. Permission. If there's permission from yung yung grieving party, which in this case is Jungle Boy, right? Uh, I I think that's okay. It makes it personal. Um, is Luke Perry around to rebut? No, but Jungle Jungle Boy is his avatar. Because si Jungle Boy yung buhay, si Jungle Boy yung nanjan in kayfabe. So for me, I think it depends on the context and the story. I don't think um, there was much trashing going on for I mean towards Luke Perry, but. But he, all he just said was he's dead, Debo. Uh, which is he, a fact. Yeah, yeah, which is a yeah, fact. Yeah. It's not saying I, it's not saying your dad was a was an asshole uh, or whatever, Debo. Or he's in uh, hell or something. Yeah, exactly. He didn't say uh, Luke Perry's in hell, Debo. So um, I think that they actually wrote it well because it was in context. Um, Christian was looking like he was going to be the next father figure for Jack Perry. And then he specifically uh, mentioned that, that he wasn't looking to be the, the father figure. And that makes sense within the context of the story. So um, other than that, I don't think he said anything uh, disrespectful. Uh, so I don't, I don't see a problem with this. It's not distasteful at all. Um, the only distasteful part really is the mentioning of the name of a dead person. That's it. Yeah, but like you know, parang it's a fact naman na si Luke Perry who has passed yeah. away, ang tatay ni Jungle Boy, diba? It's not like what MJF did to Brian Pillman Jr. Remember that? Like that, when people yun said talaga. that was the state for yun talaga, this talaga yun. Yeah, 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 but it's simple. I ako, ako kasi I'm after anything that draws and a reaction. Even then that line is a little blurred for me. So, obviously I don't really have a problem with it. Did he say anything this day? So, we all agree, no. wala, diba? So, parang hindi din siya pro- problema. The great thing about wrestling is unlike stand up, you can actually talk about your insults before you throw them. You yep, do it uh, beforehand, diba? So in yep. this case, I'm pretty sure nag-usap naman si Christian tsaka si Jungle Boy before they step through the curtain. Exactly, 100%. Alright, uh, one last bit before we get to Forbidden Door predictions. Kushida has returned to New Japan and he says that he will spend the rest of his career in NJPW. So a uh, big welcome back to my lookalike. I'm so glad that he is back and active. Yeah, uh, really good to see Kashira back. Uh, I think he said that he will be based in the LA area, so he will be uh, part of the American arm of New Japan, which is nice. which is fair because uh, 
Uh, we, but he did move halfway across the world just to work for WWE and NXT, right? so it's only fair that he is going to base his operations in the U.S. Um, he also did mention before before this that he wanted to move up to heavyweight in New Japan, but it doesn't look like they're going to be doing that if his next feud is versus uh, Taiji Ishimori, the current uh, IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion. I do want to see him move up to heavyweight, though, because I think there is a lot more money to be made. Um, the Junior Heavyweight Championship picture does need him, but... graduate yeah, yeah, he's been there for so long before coming to NXT that I want to see him expand his horizons. I mean, if he goes the Cantor route, I'd love that. I'd love that. Exactly. Phrase. Yeah, exactly. Igao Chino, any thoughts on Kushida being back? No, I, I love him being back. I knew him from New Japan. I yep. remember about the total Back to the Future gimmick that he had. Can't wait yep. to see that again. Can't wait for him to be in actual wrestling boots again instead of whatever they made him wear in NXT. Um, and, and I can't wait for him to be back. Yes, I agree. He should move up to a heavyweight. Um, uh, it might be a little hard for him since we all know or the massive WWE audience knows him as a cruiserweight. But we'll see. I mean, if, if he has all this time in the world to stay in New Japan, then oh, the sky's the limit, really. Say what's up to our boss, Hausen, Ron Hausen, who is tuned in. Uh, for those of you who are asking for Brock Lesnar talk, we'll get to that in the audio-only version of the podcast, which drops tomorrow on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. For now, though, we're going to take another break. When we come back, we'll run through the Forbidden Door card. It's a big one, as always, because AEW. But first, here's how you can support the podcast through your online shopping over on Shopee. All right, guys. Again, also, there's always a deal, a sale happening on Shopee. All you got to do to uh, shop online and support the podcast in the process is use our affiliate link, podlink.co slash W9X, podlink.co slash the letter W, the number 9, and the letter X. Type that in your mobile browser at the cart and check out from the app. And again, what you buy will help us do what we do at no extra cost. And now a quick word from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. My shoutouts but I on Kumu. Wala, wala. Um, no new comments since the last break. But any uh, thank you, anyone, uh, everyone who has uh, tuned in on Kumu uh, for joining us here on the stream. Uh, I hope you guys like the wrestling talk. Just keep smashing those hearts to let everyone know that you like you like you like what we're doing here on Kumu and on Facebook. Shout out uh, to answer. Si, sige, sige. Sorry, shout out ko lang in aking comment yeah, Babyface producer Gel. Who says he likes my new cut? Thank you, Gel. And he just is a Facebook watching us. Hi, Gel. So what's up, Gel? Hi, Gel. Uh, to answer Roman J's question, the SummerSlam match uh, will be number nine. So yeah, we'll talk about that later on in our audio-only version. But let's get to our predictions uh, for AEWX NJPW Forbidden Door. We've got the buy-in match, Gun Club, and Max Caster taking on the New Japan Dojo. And I think dahil buy-in to at dahil sila galing New Japan Dojo, Matic panalo na Gun Club. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's no, there's no question here because uh, they are the young boys from the dojo. Yeah. Basically, yeah. I don't even know three of them. See, si Yuya Wemura lang kilala ko dun, so. Si Coughlin, I, I remember seeing him on Strong, right? If I'm not yeah, mistaken. he's the OG. He's one of the OG yeah. LA Dojo yeah. boys. Oh. So, uh, yeah. 
I'm actually looking more forward to what Max Caster will say in the pre-match rap. So, you know, I'm pretty sure too. he's gonna rhyme the DKC with Dick. That's I'm pretty sure that's what he's gonna <laughs> do. <laughs> All right, some phallic joke about Dick. <laughs> okay, next up, uh, a four-way match for the AEW All Atlantic Championship. So it's Malachi Black versus Pac versus Miro versus Tomohiro Ishii. Who's taking home this championship, guys? Dapat hindi si Ishii because Japan is in the Pacific Ocean. Yeah, <laughs> that that's a good point. Yes, we have we have ranted about this on the live stream. Pero para sa akin, I think it should be Pac because he's been in AEW for too long, and I think he deserves a title. I, I want it to be Miro. Okay, sorry, go, sorry, go, go, okay, bro. Sorry, yeah, I just real quick, real quick. Uh, I want it to be Miro, but I think Malakai is winning just to get rewarded for his work uh, in AEW. That's it. Interesting. I was gonna say Ishii because he's been put he's been put on TV so many times now in this uh sojourn that he's got gone on in the America. So feeling call by having somebody from Japan represent that title, it's the, it's that exchange that they always do once in a while. So I have for some reason I'm leaning towards that. Then the geography But since you guys all picked one person in this match, I'll pick the last remaining guy, and that's Miro. So Bulgaria I hope that isn't even in the Atlantic. What the fuck? Are but you it is closer to the Atlantic than it is in Japan. Pacific, so, yeah. Uh, the Mediterranean Sea does connect to the Atlantic. Miro so lives in that. Nashville, which is in the United Jesus. States. Okay. Oh. Well, okay. Good job with the stress. Okay, I guess. <laughs> Right, next up uh, on the card, we've got a trios match between Chris Jericho, Sammy Guevara, and Minoru Suzuki. And they're taking on this random trio featuring Eddie Kingston, Wheeler Yuta, and Shota Umino. There's no way this random uh, trio of babyfaces is winning. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I agree, I agree. I mean, blood and guts to man, so that's where the babyfaces can win. So um, I kind of hate that Sammy Guevara took the... Kind of took the Daniel Garcia role, but it is what it is. Uh, Minoru Suzuki and Chris Jericho on one team. How can you lose? Second two, goats, two goats. Two legends, right? Yeah. Uh, two 50-plus-year-old legends. Um, that'll, that'll be a fun sequence for the entrances, as, at least. I also didn't know that si Shota has been called up. Is he still a young lion or called up? Na talaga? No, he has been on excursion in the UK. So um, I don't know if he was origin- uh, He was called back to New Japan. I don't mm-hmm. think so just yet. I think they called him over from... Um, UK, but I think someone in the comments could correct me if I'm wrong here. But uh, he was he's not a young boy anymore. Okay, uh, gusto ko tong sinabi ni Neil in the comments na Eddie Kingston is on babysitting duty. I mean, it's it's yeah. just funny, but like Wheeler Yuta isn't necessarily like a, a rookie rookie. Like the dude is an actual champion in ROH. Right. Next old- up, uh, ayun. The U.S. Championship, the IWGP U.S. Heavyweight Championship between Will Ospreay and Orange Cassidy. This one's kind of random. Uh, they just built this throughout yung parang fracas between United Empire and Best Friends slash Chaos. So I have no idea what's going on here. Well, that, it's just that. Uh, exactly what you just said. It's, um, it's United Empire versus Chaos. So uh, it is just a fun matchup because I'm sure... OC will be uh, flying around by the end of the match. Uh, but I do think Osprey is going to retain the championship here. 
Yeah, same. I don't see Orange Cassidy. Feeling ko spot fest ng din to eh. They'll do some flips and 10 minutes later, Osprey will still be champion. Sabihin ko sana, like, bakit naman ibibigay ng New Japan yung belt nila sa AEW? But then I remembered Mox was the US champion. Pero I'll, I'll still go with Osprey. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lance, you're referencing the Will Osprey ricochet, uh, ricochet match that happened in 2016. Na sobrang nag-viral. Um, do you think something like that will happen here with Orange Cassidy being Osprey's opponent? Then, you know, like the old heads will get all upset again? God not the same. Go, not go. not in the same way that Osprey and Ricochet did. Um, OC will be doing some of his weird shit, yeah. his weird lazy stuff. Oh, that's gonna be the thing that goes viral. They, if it goes they will viral. parody it for sure. The like, oh, Osprey, Osprey be fun. Do some, some, Osprey is going to do some gravity defying thing, and then Orange Cassidy is just gonna stand there or something, you know. So it they definitely they'll definitely pay homage to it or parody it in some way, but not live up to it. I appreciate. I imagine, uh, sorry. Uh, I imagine, cause he OC like he was, he's gonna do an a handspring, uh, whatever, top uh, top rope maneuver or like a high flyer maneuver. Pero he's gonna do it in super slow mo, just for the comedy, you know. Okay, <laughs> that's that's very random, but okay. Uh, I appreciate everyone in the comments calling Orange Cassidy a Ryan Gosling lookalike. Toto naman, may hawig naman. I I see it. All right, next up on the card that we have, winner-take-all three-way tag team match for the IWGP and ROH World Tag Team Championships, FTR, United Empire, and Roppongi Vice. Ito rin, medyo magulo. <laughs> Lalo na kanina nung nag-away-away silang lahat on Dynamite. Yeah, um, the addition of the ROH Tag Team Championships here kind of makes it messy. I don't know who... Is gonna walk out of this. Um, it's kind of hard to predict that the United Empire will leave the, the the match without the championships. So it's entirely possible that they win. So I'm gonna put my money on them. I'm gonna be biased. I want I want FDR to win. So I'm gonna say them. It doesn't even make sense, but I'll say them. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I actually think uh parang magkakaroon ng screwy finish. I, I just think they should have the their belts on their own. Like magre-retain somehow like there's going to be a double DQ. Pero kung hindi talaga mangyayari yon siguro FTR mananalo. Cuz parang they, they have been pushed several times and parang I think must deserve sila uh compared to Rapongi Vice. I don't think a disqualification finish will happen kasi three-way match yan eh. So regardless of whichever oh, right. company you're in the three-way match are, are no DQ, right? Um, I also think it will be weird if FDR holds every other tag team championship belt but the AEW tag team championship belt. Yeah, exactly. So it would be kind of weird if FDR won, which is why I don't think that will happen here. I think uh, the United Empire might be sticking around for quite a bit. 
get to our next match. Uh, what do we have? The, ah, the Bullet Club versus the Dudes with Attitudes <laughs> and a contingent from LIJ. Totoo, gano'ng itong AEW itong name and Why graphic. Why is that the name, though? <laughs> because of Sting. It's because of Sting. Um, diba, I believe this was a throwback to one of Sting's old gimmicks. So that's, that's yeah. pretty much <laughs> From why. the 80s. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But in Two Dudes with Attitudes, if you're old enough to know that, that's Kevin Nash and HBK. Uh, yeah. So uh, the Young Bucks will be returning to the Bullet Club for one night only. Kaya sila naka co-brand as uh, Bullet Club here. Uh, I think because uh, the JAS and um, Suzuki Gun is winning the first match, I think uh, the Baby Faces are winning this match. Uh, Darby has been beaten up pretty badly. So I think it's a Darby wins lol thing happening here, especially when you got Shingo and Hiromu, who are also pretty winning, uh, whenever in whenever they're in New Japan. So it's hard for them to lose. It's it's their match to lose. Oh, pala face na pala Lij ngayon. So I'm gonna say Lij because they're one of my favorites. So I'll say Lij. Uh, dude, uh, dudes with attitudes. I can't even say the names straight. <laughs> <laughs> Rowan, uh, bullet club. Uh, I just don't like Darby. I don't understand it. Pull it up now. You can't get a punk rock Rowan. Hindi ka raw punk. Hindi ka nakikinig ng mga punk rock. Okay, this is the fun one. Uh, dapat Zack Sabre Jr. versus Brian Danielson. But unfortunately, because of injury, sabi ni Brian kanina that he is not cleared for Forbidden Door at mas lalong hindi siya cleared for Blood and Guts. So Brian said that he has handpicked someone to replace him. Excalibur said on Dynamite that this is the latest member or the newest member of the Blackpool Combat Club. At sabi ni Brian, because he came out of the bad guy tunnel, hindi niya isa spoil kung sino to. So question, who is this X going to be? It depends kasi on what, um, what, it, what it's going to be. Yeah, It could be Cesaro. It could easily be Cesaro, but is it going to still be a technical match, like to determine who's the number one technical wrestler in the world? Or is it just going to be a random? That's that's what he wants. Is it still going to be a random match, or is it just going to be a random match uh, because Danielson <laughs> isn't involved in it anymore? So, uh, if it's just if it's the latter, then I don't see why it shouldn't be Cesaro. I say. Uh, they could use a big name to debut. I don't mind it. Um, but otherwise, so I don't have any ideas. Yeah. So, magiging stable na sila of ex-WWE guys and one dude. Yeah. <laughs> True. Ito, medyo kalokohan na sagot, pero Drew Gulak, kasi natalo siya sa Cruiserweight Classic ni ZSJ. Dude, Drew Gulak uh, okay. is still with WWE. What the hell? Yeah. What the hell? Ito, Drew Gulak kaya nga kalokohan na sagot eh. Okay. 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 Sorry. I want to say somebody wild. Like I want to say Josh Woods. That would be good. Right? <laughs> technical guys. Josh Woods. Uh, that would be great though, but yeah. it's not a big name. Like you pick <laughs> Josh Woods up from dark. Sorry, man. I have no idea who this guy is. Like if this guy were to appear at Forbidden Door, I'd be like, who the hell is this dude? He's the guy um will Utah beat for the title that he has now. Okay. Uh, people in the co- in the chat are saying Lee Moriarty. That was my original guess when I uh, first saw that Brian wasn't going to do it. Because um, if technically then it does make sense for Moriarty to be the replacement. But would they risk um, putting on someone like Moriarty in a 
kind of a prime pay-per-view spot against someone like Zack Sabre. So that's kind of the question for me. Although, as much as I want it to be Moriarty, I don't know. It's weird. No, it makes sense, Ren, because Moriarty was one of the names uh, name-checked by Brian in that promo that started the... The Blackpool Combat right? Club story. Yeah, that's right. Itong ano, itong hula ni Emil, Timothy Thatcher. I would pop for Thatcher. Uh, he's a Noah. Um, I don't know how much Japan, uh, New Japan, is working with Noah. Uh, they are kind of working together this year, but uh, I don't know how if they go that deep. They only did one show, though. Duh. Is that yeah. one card? Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. That's why I'm not sure if that's gonna be a thing. Sabi ni Lance that fans will boo if it's anyone below Brian Danielson's level. I mean, like, Brian Danielson is on a different level. So if yun lang naman so, yung bar, that would be like 99% of wrestling. Yeah, di ba? Parang medyo mataas masyari. Parang unfair naman yung uh, expectation setting kung ganun. But like, who's a realistic I mean, name that we could put in this spot? Si Sasha Banks. <laughs> Sasha Banks versus Zack Sabre Jr. Oh my God, the pop. Uh, yeah, Cesaro. Cesaro's the the big name you would put in that spot. Cesaro or Johnny Gargano, but uh, yeah, uh, I don't think no one's mentioned Johnny Wrestling yet, so it could our, be either of those our, guys. Our sleuths in the comments section are taking note that Cesaro has taken a break from streaming in the recent days, so he could be very much on his way to wherever this is in Vegas, right? Yeah, uh, Chicago. Chicago. Chicago pala, sorry. Yeah. Uh Jonathan Jonathan Gresham isn't a big enough name. I'm sorry, guys. Um Yeah. yeah so yeah. I would expect Cesaro or Johnny Gargano in this role. That's pretty much it. All right. I think that's the Chris, that that's the bigger Neil, prediction to make. Sabini Neil is a Chris Hero. But that I would make sense, old, actually. It would make but... sense within the context of the Blackpool Combat Club. Uh, he's ha- he has history with Danielson, with Regal. Not sure with Moxley. Uh, that would be the day, though. That would that would be interesting if it is uh, Christopher Hero. But is Hero a big enough star in 2022? Yeah, why not? Um, more so he than Jonathan been... Gresham, yeah. I mean, he hasn't been seen in a while, though. That's so... eh. eh. Maybe like three, four years ago, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. Exactly. All right, let's move on to yung big championship matches. First, the women's world championships up for grabs. Thunder Rosa defends against Tony Storm. Thunder Rosa. Uh, Tony Khan is kind of set on giving people a long reign. So yeah. it will be a nice match, but successful defense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Rosa din ako dito. I want to say Tony Storm because. Parang mas deserving siya. And parang nakakaawa kasi yung WWE uh, uh, run niya. And I think she should be rewarded ng ano, belt because of uh, loving wrestling so much and because she has suffered so much in the WWE. I mean, if we're gonna give people out consolation prizes for the WWE, Tony Storm should just be part of a very long list of wrestlers. Oh, that's true. He, I wouldn't so, put Tony Storm in the front of that list either. Yeah, exactly. So, it's not valid reason for, I mean, for Rosa to drop the title. Over Ruby Soho, right? Like, over, yeah, exactly. Over Ruby Soho. 
I forgot about Ruby Solo. Exactly. Exactly. So has the rest. So has the rest of the world. <laughs> I mean, it would be nice if we all got championship reigns because we love yeah. professional wrestling. But unfortunately, Rowan, that is not how the business works. But I would love to live in your dream world, though. Oh, yeah. parang, oh I love wrestling. Uy, pucha champion ako. Uh, wait, that would be wait, the day. Where, uh, no, where, what did he say? Drew Gulak faces. <laughs> Zack Sabre <laughs> Jr. Sabre Someone Jr. from AEW. Makes sense, Please do not, do not, do not. Rowan, I don't know what you're on. Pero paingi, pucha. I don't know what you're on, man. Is this your hero? People in the chat, this guy is your hero? All right, let's this talk is, about this. Is who you're popping for? <laughs> let's talk about this schmaz, the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. Jay White defends against Hangman Adam Page, Adam Cole, and the Rainmaker Kazuchika Okada, who finally debuted on Dynamite. Sa sobrang gulo nang nangyari, nag-away away silang lahat, and si Excalibur pa yung nag-announce na, oh, teka, ito yung mangyayari sa Forbidden Door. <laughs> Because <laughs> Kazuchika Okada, God bless him, but he just looked so out of place when he came out. Apparently, he alam ko siyempre sa sapakin niya, so he stood fair, around for a, a huge mess. It, it's he so stood messy. around for a good part. Yeah. Also, it, it's it's crazy to me, in I guess a good way, that Okada is the biggest guy here. Yeah. Uh, yes. Oh, mind, um, yeah. Jay White isn't tiny by any stretch of the imagination. He's just really, right. really lean. Uh, but Okada is pretty tall, so there's that. Predicting this one, it's going to be a Jay White retention. Um, I don't think they're going to have... NJPW is going to have Jay White lose the championship a week or two weeks after he just won it, so that's going to be pretty weird. It's just going to be a nice match for the pay-per-view. I don't know how Okada will do in these multi-man matches because uh, these kinds of things don't happen on NJPW yeah. at all. Uh, it's either a multi-person tag match or a one-on-one singles match. So uh, interesting to see how he's going to wrestle this one. Yeah, exactly. How well does he adapt to the Western style of telling stories in the ring here? Because we're seeing Okada do these 16-minute classics that go on forever. But this time around, you have three other guys to split the ring with. So I'm interested to see how well he can adapt in that scenario. But at the end of the day, I'm going with Ro here and say Jay White retains. Uh, labu naman na ano, like so, some uh, like a new Japan title would be uh, ano, like mag change hands. Uh, even if parang yun yung build up nila. I was gonna say Adam Cole para lang mag pay off yung Owen Cup uh, victory niya. Pero Jay White na lang para ano, like it doesn't make sense to me that he would lose his title since like what you said bago palang sa magin champion or like. Weeks ago lang? Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. It's not Two just ago, yeah. yeah, it's not just because of that. It's really a messy story. Um, I think they yeah. tried their best to bring in all of these big names and to make sure that they would all appear and get some shine. It's it, it's just not a well to, well told story. So it, I don't really care. I don't care yeah, about it. It. Uh, it also didn't help that si Okada. Oh, yun like, pa. So close, so close to the date itself. Ngayon lang siya lumabas. Like I get that what they were going for, but it could have benefited the story a lot more if kahit man lang nagpromo siya, di ba? Or or magpakita sila ng vignette of him. Pero parang hindi. Eh. Pangilin lang siya nagpakita talaga. 
Yeah. Talaga. When you have an embarrassment of riches in terms of like talent, sometimes or most times, TV time is really just hard to uh, spread around. All right, let's get to the last match we have. It is John Moxley versus Hiroshi Tanahashi for the AEW Interim World Championship. This has to be Mox, right? I mean, it would be utterly hilarious if they got Tanahashi <laughs> on loan and have him become the interim I, world champion. I would love that. New Japan, AEW. Oh, I I was gonna say Tanahashi. Think about it. Antagal na niya, antagal na niya sa states. Yeah. So, may, may benefit siya in this long time in the US. I wouldn't mind. Feeling ko hindi magagalit Tony Khan being the the mark that he is <laughs> to give his title to Tanahashi kahit interim siya, diba? Sana, no? Yeah. For the lows. For the lows. Yeah, that would be great. Um, I, I want to see Tanahashi work um, American TV. But obviously, um, can't have AEW lose on the main event of an AEW show in the US. So exactly. it's it's Moxley, Moxley yeah. All right. So there, those are our predictions. Kayo, what do you think? You can type it in the comment section. Let us know. Or if you're listening to the audio-only version, hit us up on Twitter and on TikTok at Wrestling2XPod. As promised, we're going to talk about Riddle and Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar in this audio-only version of the podcast. So first off, um, I, I picked Riddle and Roman Reigns as my pick of the week. Really good match considering that TV uh, match lang siya, or TV main event lang siya. But do you think it should have been saved for a premium live event instead? Yeah, uh, when the when they found out that Randy was injured and he couldn't make SummerSlam, sana, ano, sana sinave lang nila. Kasi it was pretty good. And I, if that was the quality of match we were going to get, then I could have stayed up and wait, waited for it at SummerSlam. Like, uh, the original plan was uh, to have the match on uh, Money in the Bank. But for some reason, Roman didn't want to work that date. So, okay, sure, whatever. Uh, um, I it could have they, they had a month and a half to make it a, or a, a month, Because July 30, palasha. They had a month to make it compelling, to make it even more uh, must watch, to make it more hype worthy. And I just wanted to see them try, but no, they had to uh, push the Brock button and break it in case of uh, emergency. Yeah, yeah, Rowan, I say, say, Chino, go. So, yun lang din yung gusto ko sabihin, uh, the reason they pulled the trigger on Brock so early was because they, I think the WWE is afraid of putting all their eggs uh, in the riddle basket at this point. Parang, I don't know if they believe in him enough for him to carry the feud all the way uh, till SummerSlam. I mean, yes, we did get a good match out of it, right? It's on TV. But I don't know if they're confident enough in in putting that much responsibility on his shoulders just yet. I thought Riddle did well, like carrying the feud. Because uh, Ro mentioned that Roman Reigns hasn't been present on TV every week. Mm-hmm. So for the last month, since Randy Orton got taken out, si Riddle lang talaga nagdadala, whether he's uh, facing Sami Zayn or the Usos or getting into a promo battle with Paul Heyman. Riddle really carried this feud and uh, got us all invested. And say what you want about uh, yung, yung pagiging comedy-centric ng character niya. I think Riddle has become a very compelling babyface. Like, I didn't expect this out of Riddle coming out of NXT. But here we are. Yeah, um, 
it, he's never showed that side of him before because he was always right. uh, back in the indies. He was always the stoner, the stoner yeah. adjacent, goofy guy. Uh, they never really had a reason for him to tap into a more serious side because he's never really had like a big feud like this. So it was really refreshing to see, and uh, I guess it kind of paid off. Yung yung pagkabilib nila kay Riddle, sayang lang kasi I I wish that it didn't take this TV feud for them to realize that, okay, maybe we could have done this for pay-per-view. Rowan, your thoughts on Riddle and this match? Uh, babalikan ko lang yung question na if this was saved for PLE. Yeah, it should have been. Kasi parang ako na feel ko, I mean, I, I appreciate the match. Uh, na-enjoy ko naman siya. Pero I don't like the fact na sobrang predictable niya. I wish there was a story na parang nagwo-worry si Roman na, oh, this, this will end his reign. Parang ganun. I I I I want Roman. I mean, because of his contract, na na part timer na siya, parang limited na rin yung ano, and we have to get used to it. So yeah, we get what we get. Here's a hot take. I think the time that we got that, na parang we we felt na Roman's gonna lose na was WrestleMania 37 against oh. Edge and Bryan. I think yun na yun. Yeah, I agree. Uh, they kind of they. Uh, Rowan is right in saying that it's all become very predictable, but I think um, the Roman versus Riddle match kind of came close to uh, making people believe that maybe this is it. And I think had they been given a longer time in the ring, uh, they could have made it even more believable. Because Riddle can wrestle that kind of match. That was the kind of shit that I was looking for from the Roman Brock match from WrestleMania. And they didn't it it took uh, Matt Riddle for them to give it to us. So sayang lang. Uh, I wish we could have gotten this on a bigger stage. Let me ask you guys this. Would you have been interested in seeing Riddle become world champion? Let's start with Chino. Yes. Um, firstly, because of the lols. Secondly, because I know that Riddle has it in him to prove people wrong. He's done that. He's been doing that now. Right? He's been doing that now. So... I know that if they trust him in him enough, he can actually carry a brand and they can actually succeed in putting a new guy over. I think the last time the WWE that did that was with Roman Reigns and look at where he is right now. So if they double down on somebody like Riddle, they will just go. It, it, who knows where it can go? Ikaw, Rowan, believe you Riddle as world champion material? I don't see why not. I, I mean, I, I, I can see him becoming a world champion. Hindi lang ngayon. Somewhere, probably two years. Oh. Um, wow. Yeah. Go ahead. for me. I mean, I, I like his run so far. Pero I think he has to go through hoops pa. Because I, I don't think he, hindi pa, I don't think enough na yung ginawa niya at the moment. You must have some impossibly high standards because I think this feud with the bloodline and uh, him having to carry his end of the RK bro thing after Randy got injured, I think he's pretty much ready. Um, he can wrestle like a main eventer. He can do both goofy and serious characters. Um, I would have wanted to see this happen. Uh, back then when we it was first rumored that Riddle might go on to face uh someone for Brock. the WWE championship not Brock eh? uh someone who, uh, I think it was Lashley yeah Lashley uh for the WWE championship I didn't believe it then but after this uh, he kind of proved himself now 
So, okay, Brock Lesnar comes out and reveals himself as Roman's next challenger, and they're going to go head-to-head in a last-man-standing match at SummerSlam. Uh, Let's get your thoughts out on this first, because this is, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, the ninth time that Roman and Brock will be facing each other in a premium live event. It's hard to argue because when Brock's music hit, uh, the crowd popped, like the SmackDown crowd popped huge. Like they loved it. Um, say what you want about hardcore wrestling fans. Uh, the casuals in that crowd absolutely loved it. And Shampere, uh, when I posted that video on TikTok, uh, a lot of comments said, oh, Brock versus Roman and Aman. And that goes to show you that the goodwill is long gone. And... I don't think it was worth diving back into, especially if you've got something like Vince's scandal happening at the same time. It just wasn't a good idea. And it goes to show you how out of touch the people in charge are right now. Rowan, I mean, you had thoughts on this, Kanina? Okay, go ahead, Rowan. It's Chichina Muna. I'm really lost at the moment. Oh, wait, no. So I'll take it. Yeah, Row, you said it yourself. People still popped for Brock. So I feel like the reason he threw the he played the Brock he being Vince McMahon played the Brock card right away was so that they could divert attention away from him. Remember, Vince went out and said that he was going to unify the wrestling community in this time of trial that he's facing right now. I don't think he said that per se. No, I mean, but okay, he, I mean, he, not verbatim, of course, you guys. Indeed, I mean, <laughs> you put you. But what I'm trying to get at here is the reason he threw Brock Lesnar right out there was so that it could detract from the attention that he's getting. Because people still pop for Brock Lesnar. There's this distraction right there in the form of the Beast Incarnate. And then they'll just give him Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar again and magpapalo into the steel chairs. And that'll be the end of that. Meanwhile, as this is happening, Vince McMahon will still have time to defend himself in legal battles or whatever. So that's like my little theory here. Uh, he kind of unified everyone into hating him even more. Because uh, even though the SmackDown crowd popped, I think the larger wrestling world is not happy with the prospect of another Roman versus Brock match. So there's that. So like, based yung... on TikTok comments? No, no, no. Based on a whole lot of people. Um, TikTok, Twitter, social media, podcasts. Okay. Uh, a lot of people have um, voiced out their displeasure in having to see another Brock versus Roman match, especially so soon after the last one, which didn't really pan out the way they wanted to. But uh, yun, yeah, uh, it's it's weird that they kind of made Brock the fall guy here. Because, I don't know, they, 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 they don't want to see him. But I guess go off, Vince. Do what you want to do. See you, Rowan. Uh, do you want to get your thoughts in here? Yeah, so about Brock versus Roman. Like, I think it's in the point that he's But at this point, I'm not against the decision. Because who else should face Roman, right? Yeah, I that's mean, a great question. Right? Who, who else? Um, Riddle. <laughs> No, no, no. Others like Siguro Nakamura or like Kofi. Drew McIntyre. It's always Drew. 
Yeah, oh, Drew. Or I mean, Don't we're saving Drew for Clash at the Castle, aren't we? Of course, of yeah. course, of course. Pero I hope build nila talaga yung mid-card division para, ano, like, they should get out of the mid-card. Like, they should be in the main event to face Roman. And para, like, ma-establish sila na, ano, next challenger na talaga sila. Like, they're ready and uh, beat Roman. Pero, si Pat okay. McAfee. <laughs> si Pat McAfee. <laughs> versus Roman Reigns. So, ito, uh, you know, right before we take it home, I just gotta throw this out there. Who do you uh, who do you foresee now unseating Roman? Because si Cody injured, si Randy injured, and clearly it's not Riddle, and Brock is still on the menu. Who is the guy who will defeat Roman for the championship? Si Sasha Banks. Sasha Banks unseats Roman. Uh, okay, seriously though, I think um, they are going to use whoever wins Money in the Bank to fast track uh, a new champion because I think they got a raw deal when they put the championships on Roman I think they're gonna they're just gonna try to change that as much as they could um, I don't think they're gonna wait until Cody comes back I say I don't know um, like uh, I, I feel like it's eh, serious now I feel like they will wait that long something tells me that they might Wait yeah, until Cody comes back. It, there's nothing stopping them from doing so. Number one. Yeah, the, there's there, also that fear. Yeah. Yes, it's a fear, but it's also a very big possibility because there's nothing stopping them. There's there's no imminent threat for Roman Reigns at this, this point. But sure, pending money in the bank when that happens. But even then, I I don't believe that they're in any hurry to take both belts off of Roman Reigns. I, I'd oh. like to believe. Sorry, sorry, Rowan. Before that, I just wanted to say that um, I just wanted to reference this rumor that I saw that uh, the, cr- the creative side of WWE did not foresee Roman taking this time, this much time off from the from TV. Right? So when they put the championships on him, they thought they did that under the assumption that he was gonna he was gonna show up more. But mm-hmm. that didn't happen. So, which is why I'm thinking uh, something's got to change. And uh, the shows, the, sh- the brands can't be lame ducks forever. Anyway, say, go, Rowan. So, yeah, I, I was thinking that uh, The Rock ang going to be But you know what? I don't think uh, that can happen. Parang labo na siya. Because, I mean, that match can still happen, but not for the title. So, baka nga si Cody yung magde-dethrone talaga kay Roman. Yeah. Mas malabo ba siya than Drew Gulak versus <laughs> GSJ in an AEW match? Because you said that shit, son. You said that shit. <laughs> All right. So for everyone else who's got thoughts and wants to spitball with us on who you think will eventually unseat Roman Reigns as champion, let us know. You know where to find us at Wrestling2XPod on Twitter and on TikTok. Let's get to our picks of the week, gentlemen. Uh, for those of you in the comments, you know what to do. Just leave them in the chat. I'm going to start with mine. Uh, it's Riddle versus Roman Reigns from SmackDown. Best match that I've seen this week. Riddle really brought it. And sabi nga nila on commentary, Riddle arrived. And arrived he did. Let's go to, yeah, to Chino. My pick goes out to Queen of the Mountain, the very first Queen of the Mountain match from last weekend. Itong kakatapos na weekend lang. Uh, na Slammiversary from Impact Wrestling. Impact Wrestling has been getting uh, steadily very good over these past few weeks. So if you guys can only want, watch one match from that card, I suggest watch Queen of the Mountain because they're very known for their uh, special stipulations. 
That's my pick. I'm sorry, but sorry. I just want to say that Queen of the Mountain is a terrible King of the Mountain is a terrible idea. The match was good, it was wrestled well, but the idea of it is so so bad and so it's very TNA. But anyway, that's just me. So I'll go next. I, mean, I like I like that type of wrestling. If you like if you like stupid stipulations, then I suggest watch it. Yeah, so it, you are. No, I mean the no, wrestlers no. were good. The, the the female wrestlers were really good. Uh, I I will give it to them. They brought a hard hitting match. It's just that the rules are so so bad. Peak peak TNA and peak lol TNA and. Yeah. Uh, okay, my pick of the week is just from Raw. Uh, Rid- Stan took the Riddle versus Reigns match, which is really good. So I'll just settle with AJ Styles versus Tommaso Ciampa. It's a quick match that I would normally see something like that on Dark AW Dark. But they they fit it on Raw, and uh, I like that they gave Champa TV time on Raw, so that's pretty good. Sayang lang na Ali on this week's episode, but it is what it is. Um, you can only fit so many people, I guess, on three hours. It's a good match. Rowan, mine would be from Raw as well. So it's gonna be the Elias concert and the backstage segment in the Ezekiel. Of course, I love music and the uh, the backstage segment, parang. Man, gusto ko ng kapatid. <laughs> Sobrang wholesome lang ng ano, panting nila. Like, na- naingit ako sa kanila. That's oh all my I God. I, 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 now I just feel sad for you. <laughs> now I'm just... God. No, yeah. I mean, it's nice so, that wrestling has given Rowan yeah, this type of existential yeah. wishing. Anong mo sa parents mo? Baka pwede pa. Please. <laughs> Sige, Rowan. Um, and then, 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 we can do what they did for Ezekiel and Elias. Sige, Rowan. Gawa ka naman, eh. Persona, we will shoot it like that. I, I you have a conversation you. with yourself. Well, I mean, with their with their brother. I mean, they they green screen sa PNA, so we could probably make that work. Oh, uh, and, and and your younger brother's name can be Bowen. Oh <laughs> man! Okay, uh, let's get to the picks of the week from the Peanut Gallery. Julian chooses AJ Styles appearing on Slammiversary, but the Ultimate X match. The Ezekiel segment and Christian's promo. Admin Angela picks Trent Seven turning on Tyler Bate. And Jordan Grace uh, winning the Queen of the Mountain match. And Elias Ezekiel. James Andre predicts John Moxley for Forbidden Door. Neil picks Christian's promo. Emil picks the Elias concert. Uh, Neil also picks Josh Alexander versus Eric Young. James Andre's picks uh, the brawl between... The Jericho Appreciation Society and Suzuki Goon and uh, the Blackpool Combat Club. Roman J picks Riddle versus Roman Reigns and Asuka versus Becky and the Elias Concert. Glendale picks Kushida's Return, uh, the Elias Concert, and so many other things. Leo picks the Women's Fatal Five-Way, which was a fun match. Uh, Brian Paul picks the AEW debut of Kazuchika Okada. Ina, remember sa Kumuro? Alright. Okay, on that note, we're about to wind down here. So before we go, please uh, give us a five-star rating on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. And here's a look at what is happening in our own personal endeavors. Let's start with you, Chino. All right, so this week on the Class Clown podcast, I have fashion designer Rio Estuar of Rio Tasso. Now, she specializes in a very unique subset of fashion called slow fashion. I slow fashion is just anything I wear. 
But it's apparently this whole thing of because uh, I'm ako eh. That's a joke. Uh, it's just this whole thing of trying to reuse pre-existing fabrics, and we talk about that, and we talk about just the fashion industry as this destructive juggernaut. You want to know what I mean by that? Listen to the Class Clown podcast. Also, I put up my set from New York City. Just right now, just before we hit record on there, it is on my YouTube page for all of that goodness. Linktr.ee slash Chido Supersized. All right. How about you, Rowan? Yeah, please uh, please listen to our audio-only episode about Father's Day. And ha- happy belated Father's Day to you, Dad. And uh, subscribe to our Patreon so that you can read our weekly wrestling reviews namin, ni Ro. And I'm actually reviewing MWF uh, Republica for this week. All right, Ro? Yeah, yeah uh, again, guys, if you want to support local wrestling, uh, please, please subscribe to MWF on Gank. Ganknow.com slash Manila Wrestling Fed. So it's only $10 or 540 pesos for 100 Gank coins. Really cheap. Um, you don't get subscribed at the top of uh, you don't get charged at the top of the month as well uh, thank you to everyone who has been enjoying uh, our commentaries gotta put ourselves over first um, but uh, if you also enjoy the wrestling thank you as well uh, gotta keep the scene alive somehow and as Rowan mentioned please subscribe to Patreon um, Follow us on TikTok naren at Wrestling Two X Pod for more content. We are trying, to, or I am, we are trying to do uh, one video a day just to keep the content consistent. So yeah, please support us uh, if you have some to spare. That's all. All right, and for me, uh, I've got a new article on NME that's going up. I think uh, by Monday, it's on Easy Mill. Did a feature on his homecoming concert and uh, did an interview as well. So yeah, um, I'm really excited for you guys to check it out on NME Asia. Follow us individually on social media at Monday Night Rowan, at China Supersized, at Rowis War, and at underscore Stan C. Thank you very much to baby uh, Babyface producer Kate and everyone else at PNA for all the good work that they do. On behalf of Ro, Chino, and Rowan, my name is Stan saying thank you, everyone. Please stay safe. Wrestling, wrestling podcast out. Bye-bye. Peace. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.